Welcome to Japan according to Akio. Everything you wanted to know, or didn't think you needed to know, about Japan. Hey, what's going on everyone? I'm back with another quick episode for you guys. Um, it's something I've been wanting to talk about for a while. Not wanting to, I talk about it with my students a bit, but um, I was just checking the headlines the other day, and I was like, yeah... This is something I, I can rant about. Again, I, this is what I'm kind of been trying to um, promise to do a bit more. All the crazy Japan-related ideas in my head and just kind of get them out. So, all right. You've seen, probably seen the title. You know, it's, it's about Shohei Otani, right? Um, Showtime, big Showtime of the Anaheim Angels. Um, Japan's biggest baseball player. Um, you know... I like the guy. I love the guy, actually. Uh, since I watched, I'm not a huge baseball fan. Let me say that from from the jump. But um, as a player, as a person, from what I've seen when he played, uh, you know, in Japan for the Fighters in Northern Japan, um, great, great, uh, um, great player. He just carries himself really well. Um, and you know, I'm happy for all the success that he's been having. But ever since he's been, ever since he's been in the major leagues, I've been. I mean, you know, he, whatever, he's famous, he's rich, whatever. But I've been honestly concerned about his career and the path that it's going down. And I'll, let me tell you why. My theory, my conspiracy theory on the whole thing, which, you know, could be mute, uh, a moot point depending on how this offseason goes for him. But it's just some food for thought and um, something that, you know, I just want to put out there into the world. Be because basically I think that, you know, He's uh, getting ripped off um, by the league and pretty much by the, the Angels is kind of my two cents on just watching how his career has uh, progressed ever since he's made the transition to the major leagues. Um, and here is why. So if you don't know, Japan has, sorry, I had to just turn off the TV. Japan um, has this thing called the posting system. It's a really complicated kind of system where Japanese players are able finally able to cut the cord of um, the Japanese uh, Baseball Association and go over to the major leagues, you know, um, several, I won't even try to name some of the players. Again, I'm not a huge baseball guy, but um, in Shohei Otani's case, like I was watching, you know, him because he was a huge player, you know, huge talent. And when he got over to the major leagues, basically teams have to, um, Get, Japanese teams get compensated quite a bit for the player to have the right to go over and play in the major leagues. Generally speaking, Japanese, you know, Japan is hierarchical society. So the organization, the team, which another student explained to me, is part of a generally a greater conglomerate. So the, so the baseball team is kind of like a small division of a much greater company. So a huge corporate entity with lots of money, tons of resources, and you have the player uh, with a long history as well, and you have the player. And so basically they're on the tail end, the ass end of, of the power dynamic uh, in Japan, and they just gotta do whatever the fuck the, the team says. So, you know, if a, if a player can rise to the point where they're um, get the attention of Major League Baseball associations and, you know, they get the chance to go over, they do, which is kind of what Otani did. Ichiro did, you know, Matsuzaka, uh, Matsui, a lot of legendary baseball players from Japan have done. Um, but But me watching him as he's gone over there, like, especially his salary-wise, you know, 
I feel like he's getting played and he has been played by the team, um, by the Angels, either directly or indirectly, probably directly. You know, I'm not shitting on the Angels. If you're an Angels fan, don't just come at me. But just the way that the business of professional sports in the West is done is very different than what it is in Japan. And I mean, let's think about this guy's career, right? Uh, since he's gone to the league, uh, to the major leagues, he, he's become like a phenomenon, right? He's huge great two-way player um young strong you know charismatic people love him japanese people love him. american people love him. everybody fucking loves him right now he he this dude is making i believe don't quote me on it but i believe he's making five million dollars a year i mean he's five million dollars a year but compared to what a player of his stature should be making it's peanuts basically and he's been making that shit for like almost five years he's been over there like four or five years um, which in his original contract makes sense. Like that's the thing, the first contract as a result of the posting system. Um, I think after Matsuzaka, I believe a pitcher, he, you know, he, the, was it the Boston Red Sox had to pay like a hundred something million dollars for the rights to sign him. Then like he got a hundred something million. And after that, they kind of was like, okay, it's enough of this shit. And they changed the system. I don't know the ins and outs of how, but you know, his contract is just $5 million. He goes, and you know, generally he's a, he's a talent. He's going to play through that first contract, you know, and be compensated on the, on the back end, right? That's what you think. And I've been watching him. I'm like, okay, he's playing through this contract. Like, he, it's like a four or five year contract. He's making $5 million a year, which is chump change, playing two ways. Like, he could blow out his elbow, blow out whatever, and then that's a wrap for him. So, I've been like, oh my gosh. Like, you know, of course he has like endorsements and stuff like that, but still, like, it's a huge risk. Like, he should be, if he's, I think, four, let's say $5 million a year now, he should be making five at least five to seven times that amount of money, right? He should be like a 20 to like a 25 35 million dollar player let's be real at least right now he's i believe in the final year of his contract last year he had an mvp season right and i was like please motherfucker sign your contract now because we all know like in professional sports coming off of like an mvp mvp season the season that he had the previous year that's when you have the most leverage, right? That's when you got the team by the balls, basically. And you have the opportunity to break the fucking bank and get like a huge max deal. Now, I'm not, I don't know the ins and outs of the posting system. And even it, like, you know, I don't know if he was able to sign early or he had to play out his original contract. But generally speaking, like a team, if they have the ability to sign a player, they don't let the contract expire because that opens up other teams to the negotiating table and they can possibly lose that marquee player for nothing. So generally players sign the year before their contract expires. And I was like, okay, when I last season, I was like, okay, he's going to sign for like a huge fucking contract. I'm telling my students and he didn't. And I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of weird. And then he played through this season and just watching how it, he, this whole thing is going, like, I mean, the season's winding down, so he'll probably get his bread, you know, but still, it's like me watching the situation, he basically saved the team like 20, 30, maybe even $40 million if you think about it, because let's say he gets like a five-year, seven-year contract, right? I don't know how old he is. He's maybe like 20, let's say 26, 27. They're not going to give him an extra year of that contract. 
they might even give him a year less because he's a year older, you know? And so let's say they're trying to sign him until he's 35. He just saved them a year's worth of money. And, you know, like how teams do it is they're like, oh, just worry, we'll, we'll take care of it, pat you on the back, keep doing great, da, da 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 But most of the time, like professional athletes in the West, they're like, hey, fuck that shit, I'm getting my money. And they don't trust the team because they know like whatever promises the team makes you, it doesn't mean shit until the ink dries on the fucking contract. But remember, Otani is a Japanese player. And so he comes from that Japanese kind of system, respect for the fucking team culture kind of thing. And I think he's still a little bit brainwashed with that shit. And so the team, you know, he, cho I believe, my personal opinion, I believe he chose the Angels because they were like, hey, whatever you want, we'll let you do whatever. It's all good. You want to play two ways. You want to pitch. You want to hit. We don't give a fuck. Just come on over. We'll let you have fun and he's still enamored by that team culture and he's still young enough where you know the the finality of the game hasn't hit him yet i think eventually you know he'll he'll want to win because he's the angels suck but you know for now he's happy with the team and the team environment and the team culture then he'll get his money then maybe he'll want to win is what i kind of imagine will be the progression of his career but now i mean that that has allowed him his in my opinion allowed his judgment to be clouded and he's kind of like maybe like eh, his agent like chill it was fine we'll take care of it don't push hard but you know he took a huge risk this season because if he had an mvp season last season and he got injured this season needed surgery or whatever he was not gonna make up that money and what is he saving the team nothing absolutely nothing so regardless of what you know happens with this season he could not maximize his um contract leverage as much as he could in the previous year you, you can't go any higher than he did the previous year you can only drop that or you can only give the team a discount by giving them less years on his contract or the same amount of years with you one year older they just got him an extra year at a discount and i think that's because like you know he's because he partially or mostly because he is a Japanese player and because he's so Majime. Majime is a really important Japanese term. It can be positive, but it also can be negative. Like, it's not any real 100% translation of the word Majime that I can think of one-to-one. -one. The, the easiest one is kind of like a serious person or a responsible person. Those all sound kind of like good words, but they can be kind of negative, meaning a person who's a little bit rigid, you know, and, and structured is kind of what it means. Like, but so Japanese people are very majime. They, they handle rules, they handle um, systems and responsibility very well. But like in a, this type of situation that I've been explaining earlier, it goes to his disadvantage because he doesn't have the as much of an ability to be selfish, you know, or to be put himself first. It's more like, yes, I will do what's best for the team kind of like, you know, kind of thing. And I mean that in the West, you know, in, in professional sports, that's not necessarily how things go. I mean, if you're like in the heat of a championship run or something like that, yeah, I got it. But the Angels, come on, man. Like, you know, he is the team, right? He is the draw for the team. And um, because he, I believe he's that humble Japanese athlete, it, clouded his, it has clouded his judgment in these negotiations quite a bit. And if he even, you know, again, I don't know the details of the posting system. If he was able to sign earlier, that's a big if. But if he was able to sign early and he didn't, I do chalk it up to like his Japanese-ness, if you will. 
and um, the ability of the angels to put one over on him and just to make him feel like he's a member of the team uh, versus like, you know, it's a fucking business. And hopefully, hopefully he remains healthy and hopefully he, he gets his huge contract and his huge payday, what he deserves to be paid. Because, I mean, of course he has endorsements and stuff like that, but his salary should definitely reflect um, the amount of value that he's brought to the team. And yeah, I just just for like years, I, every time I watch him and watch the things that he does and numbers that I put up, and, I, and sometimes I'll check his salary and lessons, you know, with other students who are baseball fans. It just hurts a little bit because I know um that he deserves to be compensated much more than he is being compensated for i mean of course he's not hurting he's not living in like a one-room shack or anything like that but you know just you know you want to see the players get what they deserve and um i think he's not getting what he deserves and, and hopefully he does uh coming up at the end after the season and he can make it through knock on wood healthy and, and everything like that but but yeah, just just be on the lookout for for that. If any other future players coming down the pipe pipeline, like um, in baseball, they get jerked a lot. So um, you know, hopefully Otani will get his payday, and hopefully um, this whole conversation, this whole rant, this theory of mine will mean nothing. But even if, but like I said, even if it even if it doesn't, like I still think he got jerked out of like millions of dollars just from what he did last year he should have already signed and he should have already signed a blockbuster contract this season they should have taken care of him uh and it kind of sucks i mean i understand why they didn't because it's a business but from his end it kind of sucks that they didn't so yep that's it y'all uh hope you enjoyed and i'll talk to you next time peace